0: welcome to the courage effect i'm suzanne weller and this is a show about growth and unleashing what's possible you will hear inspiring stories about what courage looks like how we navigate what's getting in our way and the opportunities that surface when we choose courage over comfort let's get started Hey everybody, it's Suzanne. Welcome to The Courage Effect. Today's guest is actually a very dear friend of mine, somebody that I met in New York back in 2001. My guest today is Justin Reed. Hello. Justin Reed is a creative and engagement strategist at Think Sisu, a boutique healthcare communications agency based in the New York area. His career began as a temp at an advertising agency back in the late 90s, a path which then led to writing at a travel tech startup which is by the way, when we met, (laughs) and various opportunities to deliver creative marketing in retail, luxury, and ultimately in the healthcare space. Although the challenges of a rapidly changing digital world helped form Justin's career, it also proved to be a challenge. He currently works with clients ranging from not-for-profits to high-science pharmaceuticals on new product launches, campaigns and communications, digital rollouts, and media mix, and media buying. Justin has been in the New York City for his entire adult life and splits his time between the city and his condo in Provincetown with his partner who works in book publishing. Justin, such a pleasure to have you here. Welcome to The Courage Effect.
1: Happy to be here. Who wrote that bio? I sound great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Hire that writer. I think that yeah. might
0: be somebody you bring on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I need to read that more to myself more often. <laughs> there
0: you go. Yeah, that can be your mantra, right? <laughs> yeah. So, when I when I invited you to the show, I know that you were you were like, "Oh, that's interesting" because you talked about, you know, ways that you have definitely stepped into courage in your life and I have seen many of them. And I know that you've also talked about missed opportunities. So, I'd love for us to maybe spend this time together talking about both and maybe around the challenges that you've have experienced professionally, because as you say in your bio, there's been so much change and it just keeps happening at a faster pace.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so much to say (laughs) I've been thinking ever since you invited me, I've been thinking about what courage means, what it means to me and what it means to others. And really where I keep landing is, uh, it's like the, the courage or the power to the self-power self-influence, the self self respect to stand up for your convictions regardless of what uh the obstacles may be and if it's unpopular uh provided you think that it's right and um I think that I have had my moments but I've also had my uh run away run away (laughs) moments uh when I wasn't quite feeling comfortable and um I think I've been I guess raised by confident parents and I've always been confident but then I realized that in ways it was somewhat hollow (laughs) and it's one thing to be confident and it's different to be courageous and i think i've had to kind of reconcile that in my preparation for this but um when we're talking about the workplace and around when we met maybe right before is that i really had to pivot Uh, when i graduated from nyu i had a degree in classic literature and uh art history and i thought i would pursue art as as a career makes perfect sense. You went to college for it, spent a lot of money, had the student loans, and may as well pursue that as uh, like how I make my money during the week. But I learned very quickly that there's a reason why a certain ilk goes into the art world. And I was not uh, one of them. And usually they're, they're very wealthy people that don't necessarily need to work. And I remember I went to an interview that went swimmingly in 1999 at a a gallery for, I believe it was like mid 19th century, uh, American art, which I knew nothing about, but still, uh, I could speak the language. And after two hours of multiple interviews felt like I had the job. Oh, and they also needed a, uh. What they called the a webmaster then to run their website. They had this website that they were building. Webmaster, <laughs> <And> so, wow. <laughs> I know. Which I also I had zero tech skills, but I figured oh, I could figure this out. But um and I said, so what's the salary? <laughs> and she said, well, we normally start people at nineteen, uh, and then move them to twenty-one after uh, a year. And I said, dollars an hour no, that's salary. And then I did the math in my head and I was moving to Brooklyn. I'm like, this isn't going to work. And I literally walked home with, I had to rethink my life entirely. And really just by accident or uh, maybe it was desperation. And this is the other side of courage that I'm not sure if I was courageous or if it's just um, uh, a need or desperation where you have to make decisions and and learn something new that I chose to go into advertising and the 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 fact that my friends were it seemed like they were getting handed uh copywriting jobs at the airport in San Francisco during the dot-com boom (laughs) and and I was like well if they can do it so can I and it turned out New York is a little bit more challenging or the fact that I uh did not necessarily have a degree from Yale which opens up a lot of uh doors but so anyway so I, I had to uh start from scratch, create a fake portfolio. And uh, one thing led to another. and I ended up doing a uh, uh, marketing uh, as an account person with the goal of making my way down the hallway <laughs> to uh, meet the people that were doing the creatives. And that was my goal. And I saw how they worked. And I worked with them from a different perspective. And I learned a lot. So you never know where you're going to learn uh, your trade from. And that was uh, a nice accident. And then from that, I took that and went forth and uh, finally got a job in uh, uh, not creative writing, I should say, but really more creative marketing within the travel space. And that really began my career.
0: That's great. Well, and And it's so interesting that you talk about sort of creating that fake portfolio and the whole idea of sort of faking it till you make it, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's everybody's, because, well, these are my spec spec ads or this is my spec copy. I'm like, this is all fake. Let's just call it what it is. And it's just to show that you can, Put three words together that might sell something, or open an email as 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 we should say, since that was the beginning of the uh, uh, digital marketing age. And um, and it and it was fun. It was a fun challenge. Um, I had friends that were much further along that could give me advice or wouldn't give me advice, as the case may be, because I guess people, even friends, are competitive. <laughs> but uh, it it ended up working out, and I, I I bounced around a little bit and uh went from travel to retail. Uh, which really was the luxury, um, brands that I was working on. And I realized very quickly that once I knew what I was, I felt confident in what I was doing, that I didn't want to, and couldn't write about pillows for the rest of my life. And there are people that do want to do that. So I, um, felt I should leave and, uh, get a job in a different realm. And I've always had an interested in, an interest in life sciences and, um uh, and healthcare and disease as you know, and, um, I was told that, uh, you can make good money as a a creative in, um, pharmaceutical advertising. And that's really what became the goal. It wasn't just like, I decided to do that one day and doors were open. It actually took a few years to work my way over there, but, uh, ultimately I did. And, um, it was, it was the right fit. And, um, what happened simultaneously is that I was also doing a lot of, uh, what is it? Self-reflection and uh, translate. I had to come out of the closet. And so there were uh, other aspects to my life that I needed to iron out as well. And I do feel that once that, uh, once once I finally came out and realized my truth, um, everything else sort of just felt better. And um, And I think that there's a bigger picture. Like you have to know who you are in order to, Really survive or uh, thrive in uh, corporate America because uh, before that I was just kind of floundering. I was avoiding the topics that uh, were important to me and really focus- focusing more on the, I guess, uh, I, I, I don't know the the trivia the trivialities of life and like going out and partying every night as opposed to actually building a career. But once I realized who I was, then I felt I had two legs to stand on and then from there i can push up and actually make a career out of uh words and um and that was courageous i suppose um oh very but but again um what what might be uh, courage to someone is also well why didn't you come out earlier and uh which is something people say and many people said it and of course there are all of the reasons but i mean some people might say that uh Meep Geis, who was protecting uh, Anne Frank, that was courageous. But other people might say that storming the Capitol was also courageous. <laughs> so it's yeah. just so it's it's hard to say. So it really depends where you're coming from. But um, in the end, I think that I've had to make choices and mo- uh, pivots uh, to accommodate—not um, accommodate, but to uh, make take the next step and build a career that I didn't really have uh, a goal in mind in the first place. (laughs) So it just like, so it was like learning as you go, building the plane as, as, uh, as you fly it, I think. But in the end, um, I found a place that makes sense for me. The culture of advertising agencies was correct or proper for, uh, my persona. I could be myself and still be successful. Uh, it's more inclusive than say other industries. Um, and it was a lot of fun in the two thousands and, uh, even the 2010s. but it has, changed uh, a lot and the rapid moving nature of marketing, advertising communications in the past, arguably 5, 10, 15, 20 years has been simultaneously beneficial to my career or contributed to the growth, but also has, I feel like I've stepped in um, like a rat trap. Like I've been stuck doing the same thing Mm. for that long when I see other careers blossoming and moving on to other things or pivoting to maybe going to the client side or maybe going to uh, starting your own business or something like that. But uh, it has been interesting to see uh, how things have changed so much, how agencies have changed, how marketing has changed, communication has changed with the advent of uh, not only digital, but not only digital, but also social media and uh, now influencers, which uh, is the opposite of creative marketing, I feel.
0: Well, I'd love I'd love to talk more about that. But you also said something really interesting before, where I mean, coming out where things fell into place, right? And and finding your truth, and the same thing with like the truth of you don't want to write about pillows, you want to write about
1: disease. <laughs> so. hey, who doesn't? which
0: was the perfect thing because yeah. i would just share anytime i would get sick justin's like oh my god maybe it's this like and I let never me you
1: diagnose this <laughs> yeah yes
0: um, yeah you were google before google existed <laughs>
1: yeah yeah uh so, but i provided a service <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I wonder if, I mean, when you talk about sort of being in this time of change in your career right now, is it about wanting change overall? Is it about you maybe getting, like feeling the tension of needing to stretch out or is it, or is it survival?
1: Both. I do think that there is, there are certain industries, industries that you age out of and advertising is one of them. And, uh, I feel that I have a youthful spirit, (laughs) but, uh, in the end, uh, if you really are trying to influence 24 year old, 24 year olds that only listen to their influencer on Instagram or TikTok, I don't think they're really going to care what I have to say on a website or in an email. So it's, uh, what's, what was real and what worked is changing and still works in some realms, but I have to pivot to something else in order for longevity.
0: Okay. Well, we're going to cut to a break, but when we come back, I'd love to talk more about that. Cause that really is not just changing your work, but changing your identity. And I think that that is yet another level of courage. So um, for all of you, this is Suzanne, you're listening to the courage effect. We will be right back. Stay tuned. Hey everybody. It's Suzanne from the courage effect. As the seasons changed, I poked into my closet and discovered how stale my wardrobe had become. Everything felt boring and I wanted something different and fresh. I grabbed my laptop and remembered armoire. Why not clothing rental? I could experiment with new styles from jeans to something fancy without spending a ton of money and buying clothes I would only wear a handful of times. Armoire makes clothing rental easy. Build the perfect seasonal wardrobe with brands that are unique, sustainably sourced, and owned by women. All you have to do is take the style quiz, select items from your personalized closet, and they will ship them straight to your door. Armoire allows me to indulge in high quality designer clothing with no guilt. They promote sustainability with fewer items ending up in the donation bag and landfill, and no dry cleaning fees. Trust me, your cramped closet and the environment will thank you. If you're ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, you must try Armoire. And right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style, that's A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash The Courage Effect to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today.
1: Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150.
0: Welcome back to The Courage Effect. This is Suzanne, and I am in conversation with Justin Reed. Justin, before we broke, we were talking about, you know, you work in advertising, a very, very quickly changing environment. You were talking about influencers coming in. Um, Talk a little bit about how these changes have supported your career and how they've made them challenging as well.
1: Well, I mean, going back uh, before social media, um, the revolution was digital marketing. And since that was where I started, I was considered ahead of the game. And uh, traditionally, as a creative... Uh, you have a path and that path takes time before you become associate creative director, whether you're an art or a copy, uh, it just takes time and you build it. And then hopefully one day you become a creative director. It doesn't happen for everybody. And maybe they don't want it, but I did. And so I ended up at a digital agency, which was great. But when I wanted to move on to multi-channel and actually go to a big name agency, I was pigeonholed as the digital guy. It served a purpose and I was able to build a team behind it. But due to some prejudice or just uh, the industry changing too fast for them, I was pigeonholed and I wasn't uh, given a seat at the table for big thinking or or like major concepting for campaigns. And it took time when I went to the, uh, the larger agency to get a seat at the table. But our skill sets were different and our background was different. And I can't deny that I became a creative director at a younger age because of my digital background, which was only good. However, there was a backlash against that and it was uh, interesting to navigate. But now flash forward 20 years, I can't believe I'm saying that, but uh, flash forward 20 years, I am still doing the same stuff because the people that were traditional are still doing the traditional stuff. I'm doing the nuts and bolts, digital marketing websites, uh, CRM campaigns, all of these things and print and the strategy behind it. However, other things are happening too, like influencers. (laughs) And it's just, I feel that as the world moves, my career has really just been the same, just with more gray hairs. And and that's okay that there is some longevity to that, but I would, wouldn't mind doing something more. I wouldn't mind trying something new. It's just been a little bit of a challenge to get out of this uh, particular space that I'm in. It has kept me employed for 20 years. Um, I just, I'm struggling with what really is the next step. And uh And I don't really have a mentor or somebody to tell me what to do. And it's, it's, it's interesting that, uh, like I'm going to turn 50 next year and I have to really think about what is next. And I've made it this long without a mentor. Um, (laughs) I've had bosses that were influential on my career and people that I worked with that helped. Um, but I really did do this on my own. And, I don't know what's next. So that's, it's going to be interesting. Maybe you should interview me in a year. (laughs) How how courageous was I? Did I open up my my gallery? I don't know. But, um, (laughs) uh, but yeah, so that's where I am. Um, And I I do miss the days. There was one moment um, of courage. I have to say when I first made the transition to multi-channel and at a big agency, uh, we were launching what was going to be a blockbuster product and and we had creative reviews, multiple teams, big group, multiple, multiple agencies, and I was co-leading it. And uh, one of the campaigns uh, was something that we we knew was right. And we had uh, 10 campaigns on the wall, 10, 10 agency people and 10 clients, just coincidentally, and everybody got a dot. And you, you were allowed to choose three of the campaigns to go to uh, testing uh consumer testing and healthcare professional testing so both audiences in healthcare and 10 agency people put dots on uh this one particular campaign and none of the clients did and my client who i had known for a while at this point at this uh juncture she got up and took it off the wall and i ran up to the front of the room grabbed it out of her hand and slapped her hand (laughs) put it back on the wall and uh and I don't know where that came from. It just, it was like, I can't sit back and watch this get destroyed. And I was like, at least send it to testing. And that campaign, which came from my team, uh, won consumer testing and HCP testing by far. And that's what they launched with. And uh, I will say as I as my career changes and everything, like those are the moments I miss. And uh, from what I'm hearing is that advertising isn't really like that anymore (laughs) like it's just uh it's not as fun it's not as um it doesn't it doesn't have the gravitas as it used to and um and I don't know if that's a sign of the industry compounded with a global pandemic compounded with working from home like I don't know just like all of the cultural things that have happened in the past five years I feel I've navigated so much and right now I'm just like I feel like a pinball and I don't, I don't know uh, where I'm going to land, but I know what yeah. i like to, yeah.
0: You've also, you've worked in agent, you've worked in industries that have changed significantly, right? I mean, you're talking about the retail, the luxury travel. I mean, like all of these are industries that have, I mean, the pandemic was not kind to.
1: No, they were not. And, um, that's one thing about healthcare is that another reason why I went into it that I, I neglected to men- mention before is that advertising is known for ebb and flow and during, uh, lean times, you get laid off, but in healthcare, regardless of what's happening in, uh, in the global economy or local economy, everybody needs drugs. And so like, there's always, oh a bu- there's always a budget for oncology drugs. There's always a budget yeah. for, um, women's health. Well, that's a, that's a podcast for a different time, but, uh, there's, that al- <laughs> maybe there isn't, but you know what I'm saying? The, uh, there's always a budget to, to launch a pharmaceutical brand or healthcare brand, um, when like more consumer stuff might actually take a year off for the economy to settle,
0: yeah well, and I, lo- I love your story I love your I love your story about the courage of of not going with the group think, right I mean because that's one of the things that I think we tend to go we go for um but you also did it in support of somebody else you did it in support of the client
1: I did it was I knew it was right for the brand and I knew it was going to be good for the agency yeah. <laughs> um and also that's it is I not going to lie, maybe industry uh, um, secret here, but um, if you're not sure, send it to testing is what you're supposed to say <laughs> and and let testing uh, figure it out. But I, I was just so, it was just such a good idea. And it came from a very junior person, a junior art director actually, came up with the line in a brainstorm, almost like 10 minutes into an hour and a half brainstorm. Yeah. And I was like, I think we're done. This might be the campaign we launched with, uh, but we went through the motions. And so I knew it was right for the client, And also right for us. Yeah,
0: so good. And I mean, you are somebody who, I mean, you know, I've known you. One of the reasons I love you is because sometimes you have no filter.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The, so, the, that has been a positive and negative force in my career as well.
0: <laughs> well, and that's what I was going to say, which I I mean, you know, we talk about speaking your truth, like you truly coming to terms with who you were and owning that and your mm-hmm. life really coming, you know, falling into place in really beautiful ways. But I'm sure that speaking your truth has also been a challenge for you.
1: It has. It's um, I, I think I've learned over time that you have a choice be, uh, between and maybe this is oversimplifying, but it it comes from decades of observation and personal experience that you have a choice between uh, becoming somebody's closed door manager or their friendager. And I always chose the friendager. And with that comes uh, with a lot of fun, but with a lot more drama. And I think that that choice or just who I am as a person, I wanted to be friendly with my direct reports and coworkers doesn't always work. And uh, I think that when you choose the more, like stick to business, that is the easier and frankly, probably healthier way to do it, but it just wasn't my style. And all of the feedback I got, like Justin, you're doing a great job. Thanks for these great campaigns. Thanks for training people on digital marketing, but you really need to come up with a work persona. And, And then it just became a joke. And so i would like start wearing different clothes just as a joke or a different voice or 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 honestly there were times like can you be less gay today in this meeting with the client because we think they might be phobic and i was like okay or turn up the gay because this client is gonna want to go out for cocktails with you and in retrospect that's probably um not uh proper in the workplace those you can't say that to people anymore but i was just like sure whatever works whatever keeps us keeps the lights on and so maybe i was a part of the problem but in the end i was still very much myself and uh i am actually proud of that and i think there is courage in that now that i think about it thank you for letting me think of it this way (laughs) um uh but it does actually it did lead to some uh frankly conflicts and um and some, uh, negative experiences in the workplace. But, uh, um, I took them on I was like, okay, you're right. This is who I am. This is how I'm going to do it. But in the end, the, the work is good and I don't really have a turnover problem on my team. So, uh, I think I was doing okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's the tension of like, do you, do you go along with what you think you need to do or what they're telling you to do?
1: Yeah exactly and it is fascinating in retrospect it's like turn on the turn up the gay turn down the gay and it's just this is how I am this is how I talk and uh it's actually sort of offensive yeah. um and uh I did succumb to it uh to keep that, but that is a little bit different than than the way you treat your direct reports. Um I didn't tell them to turn down the gay. Let me put it that way. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Well and we've all had those instances where at work it's like, oh God, why did I do that? Like I wish I wish I wouldn't have done that. But that's how we learn.
1: Yeah. I think I probably had more than you did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's for another show.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, we are getting close to time, so I want to. There's I wanna much more to this. say. <laughs> I know. Well, we will have to do a part two. Sure. <laughs> this is we'll the promise. It. We'll do a part two. Maybe. <laughs> who knows when? <laughs> um, hmm. I want to capture a few things that I heard you say that I found really inspiring. So, um, knowing who you are to not only thrive but also to survive in the work environment. So it's not just about because you need to do it. It's because like you really need to do it. You need to do it to make sure that you are truly living who you are and and giving that to not just yourself but organizations. I think um, so. And you having the choice between being a manager and a friendager. So and the 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 pluses and minuses of that. Um <laughs> and owning who you are, really, you know, eschewing who you think you should be or who people are telling you to be. So um you are always a joy and you make me laugh and think. So thank you so much for being here. And
1: you're always a pleasure and you are highly influential on my non-work persona. you you gave me great advice you gave me no you gave me great advice during dark times so but I still managed to take the advice and remain myself
0: thank you well and right back at you and you yeah yeah, you've definitely been an influence on me both personally and professionally so thank you
1: Thank you. This was
0: um, fun. <laughs> yes, thanks for being here. We'll we'll have all of your information on the website, the dot Justin, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will be here again, and we'll uh, speak with you soon. Stay courageous.